I I just I just like the deck building. It's fun. I honestly, yeah, I, I like doing that too. But I also like having the deck. Like I just like holding it. Like I it's can nice. play this. Why are we not recording this? <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. Do you constantly think about magic? Are your family and friends sick of you talking to them about it? Are you new or super bad at it? Then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Casual Commander, where we like to discuss casual EDH strategies, deck tech, and ideas from the perspective of a longtime player and someone new. Hi, I'm your co-host, Tim, and I'm relatively new to magic, but it has completely taken over my life and bank account. And I'm Chris, and I've been playing magic on and off for the past 15 to 20 years. It has also taken over his bank account. <laughs> okay, a lot of you may be asking, what what exactly is the point of this podcast? Like, what? Why are we even here to talk about it? You know, why 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 listen to us over any of the other great podcasts that are out there? And I'll tell you this: we just really like talking about magic. Yeah, come to us if you just want to hang out with your friends and talk about magic and and just have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be talking about things like deck techs. We're gonna be talking about power creep deck types if you want we'll review your decks we'll talk about our decks you know we'll look at new sets we'll look at new cards as they come out um we'll go into why fibblethip is the greatest character ever created in the world of magic we're just here to talk about the game magic the gathering mostly referring to commander i am willing to fight anyone who says that fibblethip is not the best commander in magic oh well okay yeah that's that's you should because he is that deck makes no sense, though. It has absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to just make the stupidest deck possible. With Fibblethip. At fi- with Fibblethip, I want like I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like the best, like tribal I could do. That's just the stupidest tribal ever. Like. So you do know there is a, like a competitive Fibblethip deck, right? Oh, I don't. Yes. Oh well, there we there we go. There we go. <laughs> We could talk about him on a different episode. Yeah, we'll have a whole Fibblethip episode. <laughs> yes, I think that's required. A Fibblethip episode. <laughs> a Fibblethip episode. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. We are we just are here because we want to talk about magic, magic-related things, particularly in Commander, but I'm sure we'll probably talk about, especially when new sets come out, we're not, there's no way we can't talk about, you know, like modern or standard or any of the other formats. I mean, seriously, like Tim and I talk about magic all the time. Why not make a podcast out of it? Right. At least at least other people can chime in and tell us how dumb we are. Yeah. <laughs> like you have the stupidest deck techs ever. Why are you making a podcast? This will uh, help so this way we're not tempted to talk about it at work. Or in front of our what? Our significant others. Yeah, well hold on there. Let's you know Or in front of our in front of our partners. Yeah, not to brag, but we convinced ladies to date us. Somehow we both have significant others. Yeah. I have a child. That's, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> In between making decks. In between making decks, we find time for candlelit dinners, mm. walks Baby on babies. the beach. <laughs> anyway, really, we're just here to have fun, mm-hmm. you know, talk with you guys. You know, we're making we're making a Discord if you want to join us. Um yeah. We're going to talk about decks. We're going to talk about new cards coming out. Uh, we're going to talk about our decks. We'd love to talk about your decks, do reviews of your deck. We go all the way from casual. We'll talk about CEDH. We're going to try not to probably talk about CEDH too much because 
you know, I like to sometimes play Timmy cards because it's fun. I like to I like to play ridiculous combos and try to make random stuff work. And I love discussing those kinds of theories and things like that. And I know Tim just likes to play magic. I like to be there. I like to <laughs> they let me sit at the big kids table. I got my booster seat all set up and I play while they win. As you guys can tell, Tim loves combo. I, I mean, I don't, I would rather lose to combo than certain other things like, like uh pillow fort, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into, we'll get in, we'll have a whole episode on what makes Tim the saltiest. Ooh, salty Tim day. Salty I Tim like day. it. Salty Tim it. <laughs> Now that you know what the podcast is going to be about, since it's our first episode, why don't we go into a little bit more detail about us, like what we like to play, what kind of decks we have, you know, the kind, the kind of things that we do. So, Tim, why don't you tell us a little bit about the decks you play? So, I have been playing for about a, a little over a year, which I'm sure any experienced Magic player will tell you is, like, nothing. That means I just started. And at the moment, and and I don't think this will change, but for the right now, I love a good creature deck. I love swaying in with with big beefy creatures or a crap ton of little baby creatures, and you know taking them taking you down that way. Um, I won't shy away from trying to win with commander damage. Uh, I think that that's always fun. You know, I've got I've got my Kozilek Voltron deck. Um, but yeah, I think I have a combo deck um, in my Brea. So she lends herself to combos. That, that was the theme of the deck. Chris helped me make it, um, and that's what I wanted out of it. Uh, and while it is super fun, I still just will always look. I'll see a big, beefy creature come out and be like, hmm, he's eight mana, but I think I can fix him. <laughs> Tim is what you like to refer to as the Timmy. Oh, Thus, Tim. <laughs> I genuinely did. When you said that earlier, I did not know what you meant. So that, that works out pretty well. Okay. Well, there's three, there's three gamers mm. in magic. Mm-hmm. There's a Timmy who likes the big flashy target player gains X power, mm-hmm. you know, like target creature gains X power X times, right? Like mm-hmm. that new card. That's a Timmy card. Talk right? the, the apex predator cascade, 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 cascade. That's a, that's a Timmy card. Mm-hmm. There's a, I think his name is Johnny, who uh, likes to just build build decks, likes to always tinker, likes to. I, I'm more of a Johnny, mm. right? Where it's like I like to really come up with the best decks to like have fun. And if I make a deck that works one out of the ten times, but that one time it works, oh, I I get rock hard, right? Like that's that's a Johnny. <laughs> the the last one is a spike. A and a spike is there to win at all costs, mm. right? The spike or the guys they're going to like, if they're losing are going to like shake the table. Oh, your deck fell apart, right? Like, like they always go for the best combo. They always get the best things on arena. They always make the CEDH. I have to win decks, right? Okay. So those, those are the three names of magic players. There have actually been articles on, wizards subreddit or like wizards website to talk about it wow yeah i i mean that sounds pretty accurate i think i'm i clearly fit into the timmy category as of right now you're a timmy i'm a johnny mm-hmm. uh i don't think we know a spike i i yeah i don't i don't know that we do i think i would i would say i'm a timmy who 
has just a little little Johnny inside of him. <laughs> I, I'm a Timmy that sort of identifies as a Johnny. A Timmy well. that identifies as a Johnny. Nice. Yep. All right, so that's what I like to do. So, Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about what uh, what you like to play? Sure. So, I I find myself like like we were talking about more of a Johnny player. I like to you know come up with new ideas, brew new decks, you know, different combos that you know people haven't thought about or tried or things like that. I mean, I I have the pretty standard you know decks that people play. Um, so I have a Sliver deck, uh, helmed by the Sliver Overlord. Great deck. I have a Renan Seri deck that I like to play. It's just kind of a token deck. Throw out a bunch of cats and dogs and hit them with Perforos. I have a Wart Spell Slinging deck because it's always fun to hit somebody for 45 damage to the face. And my favorite deck, one of my favorite deck, has to be, I call it my Lich deck. It's, this, it's also kind of like a Harry Potter Horcrux deck. Um, it's Tam's absolute favorite deck to play against it's i mean it's a thassa's combo deck but mm-hmm. the whole premise of it is it just has uh all of the cards in it that basically say you can't lose the game and so it's very staxy very very annoying but it's a lot of fun to play because you know there's there's ad nauseum in it there's tainted pact there's a whole bunch of different unique random win cons that just basically i just play the game by myself but it's fun the this is a podcast, so the audience of the three listeners that we have are not going to be able to see the face I made when he brought up the Lich deck. And you know, in, in my head, I knew, I knew he was going to bring that up and be like, "This is my best deck," and Tim loves it. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a pretty it's the closest I would say it's the closest I have to competitive CEDH. Yeah, I think, and I've never said it's a bad deck. I think part of the reason why I don't like it is because it's good and it works really well. Um, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the whole gambit of cards, you know, the whole gambit of of uh, uh, the whole s- spectrum of decks. You know, we're going to talk about very janky, you know, crazy decks at the very bottom up to the probably eight or nine power level decks. I I, I, I I try to stay away from CEDH because it's definitely a whole different beast. It, it's it's definitely it, it's very difficult to get into CEDH. I know some CEDH players are very open and very understanding and love to just play CEDH, but it's 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 a tough world to get into CEDH, especially during the pandemic. So we're really just kind of focusing on playing with your friends, casual, just build decks because they're fun. Build decks because you enjoy playing the game, because you like sitting around a table throwing fate at your friends as as you slam down giant creatures and then they counter it and get pissed off. And that happens, and I do get pissed off. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's a good, a good uh, segue into our topic for today, which is understanding your power level. You know, what, what decks and what, what spice level are you bringing to the table? And understanding how that's going to affect the people you're playing with. Um, especially with, with new players, I think. Like, if if Chris had played the Lich deck the first time him and I played Magic, probably wouldn't be here right now. Because I don't think that would have been fun for me, you know? And mainly because it's a little more complicated. Like, you, you bring out a big creature, you swing at me, it deals a lot of damage. That's a concept I can get behind. But when you tell me, okay... I've got Frexian Unlife on the table, so even though I'm below zero health, I'm not losing. 
You're like, okay, well, that just sounds like a, sounds like you're cheating, and you just made up rules. <laughs> like my older brother, like I don't have an older brother, but like the older brother that just makes up the rules for Monopoly when you're playing. He's like, no, you actually don't give it to the bank when you land on the space. You give it to me. I try to do that with you. Yeah, I know. I've caught you a couple times. Before we really get too into it, let's let's talk a little bit about what the current power rating is, right? Like where how 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 we kind of rank stuff, right? So I'm sure everyone listening, all 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 four of you know that you know the current power rating of of, of commander decks really is on a scale of essentially one to ten, where one is the lowest power, ten being CEDH. So we're not so we're not really here to tell you what your deck is. You know, we'll, we can discuss. You know, if you want to have us review your decks, if you want us to look over some 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 ideas or things, we'd be happy to give you our feedback. But I really see the power rating kind of just what kind of play group are you planning on playing with, right? Because I know from from history, people have been very bad about uh, reviewing their decks and assigning it a power level, which might not actually be what the power level of that deck is. So we 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 definitely we talk about the current power rating but remember that it is a it's very fluid right you might see a deck that just looks like what the hell is going on here and it just turns out that it just works right so how do you take a deck that looks janky and rank it on a scale of 1 to 10 you know that's not that's not easy to do so really when we talk about the power the power rating we're just we're referring to it as you know how how quickly does that deck essentially pop off? How quickly does that deck uh, win you the game? Right? If you have something that wins you turn one and turn two, maybe turn three, that's usually a pretty high powered you know nine to ten CEDH deck. If you have something that's just dropping big beefy creatures because you think they're cool Hydra decks, right? You know giant dinosaur decks. Maybe it's not as good. And and as as you gain experience playing and building decks and playing against decks and understanding interactions with different cards and understanding the old cards, then you get a much better idea of where the power levels are. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's, it's not an easy subject to, to, to talk about in terms of like pure understanding. Cause there's always going to, someone's going to come out with some like meta or, or strategy that you just didn't think of using, especially in commander when you can use any card you want well, not any card, but, like, basically any card that's not on the ban list. And just put together this, like, you found this random card from, like, years ago that just really fits in well. And it's two mana, and you can have it out turn two, and you've got your combo starts to pop off right then. It's it's not easy to rank those things, but I think there are probably some good indicators in there that, like, can help you determine your spice level. Exactly. So the, the first question that everyone asks whenever they build a new deck is... What power level do you think this would be at? You know, what do, do I, is this a five? Is this a seven? Is this a four? And most of the time, I mean, a lot of people judge their power rankings off of what staples they've put into the deck. There are in Magic, obviously, there are cards like Clonic Rift, uh, Mana Crypt, <clears throat> Mana Crypt, Phyrexian Altar, all kinds of these crazy staple cards that just genuinely make your deck better should you be playing Ristic with study. these cards Ristic study exactly yeah. mr grimora mm-hmm. um nevs not nevs disc nevs disc is garbage uh <laughs> so just just should you just play these cards all the time right I'll, we want to say 
depends. It depends if you want to play these cards, right? Obviously, they're expensive. It's hard. It's hard to get your hands on these cards. I'm not telling you to go out and spend $6,000 per deck so that you have all the bells and whistles in there, right? You don't need dual lands in every single deck. That's It's nice to have them, but I can tell you I currently don't have any in any of my decks because it just, you know, it's it's it's, it's what's the point? If you're a collector and you've got them or you've had them since you were a kid, you know, like you, you know, we know plenty of people who have been collecting magic cards since basically it came out or, or close to, and they pulled those cards and they have them. And at the time they're like, oh, this is good. And maybe they did or didn't realize what they were going to turn into, especially in the EDH scene. But yeah, there are just, there are some cards that just, when you put them in a deck, you're automatically upping your your power level i think like like mana crypt the, the dual lands um uh for me whenever i see and this might just be like a you know i'm new to the game but whenever i see like tutors especially like demonic tutor or or mystic tutor or whatever um that to me just kind of that's like edging on cedh because you're not playing with the hand that you're drawing and like you're playing for like, okay, I got the, the Demonic Tutor in my hand, turn one or two. I can play it, and now I can just go and get my combo. Like, that's competitive. You know, you're trying to end the game as quickly as possible. And there's obviously... I'm not, like, bashing tutors in any way, but I think the more tutors you put in, and, like, the more ways you just pull a single strategy out of your deck, the the, the more it's borderline CEDH in my eyes. So th- think of it this way, Tim. Um, every tutor, every fetch land essentially reduces the number of cards in your deck, right? If you have a fetch, every time you shuffle, right, your deck, when you, your fetch land is essentially two lands in one, right? It And it, it it's great. It enters untapped. It can fetch you a shock land. It can fetch you a dual land. It can get you one of the triomes from Ikoria. Right, and it also reduces the size of your deck. You go from a ninety-nine card deck to a ninety-eight card deck when you play fetches. Essentially, when you tutor, it gives you consistency. The more consistent that you can pull out the win con in your deck, the higher your power ranking is typically going to be. Other things to think about in power ranking as well are what are your responses to different actions that other players might use. You see that in lower in lower power level stuff, people just play big creatures and swing at each other. Right. And that's and that's fun. There are times where doing stuff like that is fun. Right. Look at the pre-cons. Look at, you know, different other big Timmy decks that like to come out. When you do have more interaction, right? You start running more swords, you run more board wipes, you run more artifact hate, creature hate. You tend to get higher up in power level because people have responses to the things that you want to do. And so in return, you add more responses to their responses and it just it's a slippery slope i yeah and that's, and that's a big thing i think you and i have talked about like our respective commander power creep of like we've both been building a couple of decks recently and they've they've been some pretty spicy like i i can bray is probably one of my spicier decks at the moment and she's got tutors in there you know it's not a lot you know she's i don't have a demonic tutor um Unless I, if I pulled one, you know it would, would be going in there, but I didn't, so I don't want to talk about it. But 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 yeah, that's like it's a spicier deck, and she's combo based. So like, I think what I like about the Brea combo is because she's so like versatile. 
Um, she doesn't, to me, she doesn't feel too competitive because I pull the hand and then I kind of formulate the plan with her combo that like I was given, you know? So anyway, wrapping it all up, I consider Brea to be spicy because I have things in there that like are specific. I can win the game. If I, if I get this piece on the board, then I win the game. And I have ways to tutor for that and find it from my deck, put it on the board or put it in my hand or something. And I think that just, that to me seems competitive because it's not in my hand. I'm not using what I've got except for, you know, I'm using the tutor, but I'm using that to go and get what I really need to win the game or get one step closer to winning the game. Uh, so when you're establishing power level or when you're d discussing with power level, really what you want to do is talk to your play group, right? You know, I like to run a mix of power. Um, I have an Anjay deck that's a relatively low-powered deck. It's pr pretty much just the upgraded precon. And then I got the Lich deck, and I have a colorless Ulamog deck that can typically get Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger, out by turn four. Right? And if I can play him turn four at this point, most games are usually over pretty quick. But that's not a deck that I'm always going to bring out with my playgroup. You need to be able, you want everyone, magic is a game. Magic is a game that's meant to be played with for fun. And Commander is not a competitive, it's not a competitive format. EDH is not competitive at all. It is competitive, but obviously, you know, it's, it's a game meant to be played for fun, right? We want to play our decks because we spend a lot of time building them, designing them, buying the cards, sleeving them up going over to friends and family's homes and, and playing a game that we just love. And you don't want to be the guy that brings your Infect deck and wins on turn three every week and say, ha, deal with it. I like winning. You don't want to be a spike, right? Spikes happen. That's how you get power creep in CEDH. So, you know, you really want to communicate with your play group, right? Tell your friends, this is kind of how this deck works. Like a general idea. I This deck can win on turn five, turn six. And have, have a good mix of decks that allow you to play at different levels, depending on if you're playing at like your FLGS, if you're playing at home, if you're playing with a guy who's been playing for a long time and knows the game very well, you know, you want to you wanna have a good mix of decks. I'm not saying that you don't want to upgrade every deck. Obviously, new cards are going to come out. They're going to make your decks better. They're going to make them more consistent. Um but just understand that your playgroup might not necessarily want to play at a super high level. But also understand that your playgroup might not want to play at a super low level. You need to be able to, to balance that out and make sure, you know, it's not your responsibility to make sure everyone's having a fun time. But at the same time, you don't want to be the person that is making everyone dread playing. Yeah, it's also important on the other side of the coin, if you're playing with someone and you kind of feel like, they're, they're drifting away from where you're comfortable playing at, either because you find it unfun or you just don't have the money, you know, and, you, and uh, maybe, maybe your group doesn't really f have a great impression of proxies or something, but you need to be able to talk to them. And, like, when whenever I feel like Chris is getting out of hand, I like to make passive-aggressive comments about what he's doing. Um, and that'll be a later episode, I think, of, of passive-aggressive ways to tell your friends and people that you play magic with that, you know, you don't want to try and keep up with them anymore or at all. Tim, is this in reference to my most recent edition? What? No. <laughs> what, what would ever? For those who don't that? know, for those who don't know, I 
Speaking of my Ulamog deck, I just slotted a uh, Mana Crypt into the deck mm -hmm. to help with consistency, thus allowing me to be able to get Ulamog out even faster. Chris, I love that you can afford to do things like that, and I can't. Who says that? <laughs> afford is a very strong word, Tim. We like to hide our expenses from our significant others. Mm. And hopefully they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they don't listen. Yeah. But I mean, but that's a good example. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I was a little intimidated because you you hear someone adding mana crypt to their deck. It's it costs zero mana, and in commander, the only real cost it has is the upkeep when you you roll the die or you flip the coin, and you could potentially take three damage. Commander, three damage is absolutely nothing. So zero cost for mana. It gives you two mana immediately that turn. And then beyond that, it will continue to give you two mana and maybe 50% of the time take, you know, three life away. There's no deck that that won't be good in. You know, I just can't think of a deck that that wouldn't just immediately make the deck better. So like, if you were to proxy it, and I don't particularly have anything against proxies, but like, you also do own the card, and you have more of an argument, I guess, to, to proxy. It just, it, you think, okay, well, okay, he's probably going to slot that in every single deck. Because, like, why wouldn't you, you know? Like, you can make room for that. Um, it's, so, it's, so yeah, it's like, it's like Soul Ring. There's no deck that Soul Ring doesn't work in, except it's better than Soul Ring. <laughs> you don't think so? You're making a fix. I'm sure there are some decks that no, people don't play Soul Ring. You think? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, maybe like I can't think of any at the, off the top of my head, but maybe. So Tim, you talking about mana crypt and proxying actually leads into a really good discussion on power creep. Um, a lot, you know, a lot of times, let's say you want to proxy uh, a dual land into your deck, or you want to proxy some high powered a grim monolith or something like that into your deck. Right? You're going to do that, and your your deck's going to become more consistent. Your, 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 your play group is going to see that you've done that, and they're going to want to do the same thing so that their decks become more consistent so they can keep up with your new deck. Eventually, this is going to keep going and keep going until you guys are just essentially playing CEDH with all the staples, right? You're going to have Black Lotus, other other super high-powered Time Spiral, other crazy cards in your deck that just, it's, it's, it's not even fun anymore, right? Because you guys are just playing, unless that's really what you guys want to do, right? It's, it's not as, to me, that's not as much fun. That's not really what this podcast is going to be about. We just want to make it about playing the game of Magic, playing EDH, playing Commander. It doesn't, you know, whatever you guys want to play, that's fine. We're just here to talk about it. But to me, Power Creep is a real thing. To me, I try to avoid it. I really want to try to keep within my play group because to me, Magic is the most fun when you are evenly paired with your opponents. It's it's it is a complex game with a lot of history and a lot of fun that can be had. No one likes to be pub stomped. No one likes most people don't like pub stopping. Right. Obviously, you have your spikes that like to just crush people. But we're that's not like I said, that's not what this podcast is about. We're here to have fun. Yeah. So we are neither of us spikes. Yes. I would say Tim is a Timmy mm. and I, Chris, am a probably a Johnny. Timmy and Johnny. Timmy and Johnny. That's, that's a new Timmy. podcast name. Casual Timmy. <laughs> Casual Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> so playing, you know, most, think about, think of it this way, Tim. Like when you win, 
when you when you win in a, a four player game, do you like those games where you just barely made the win and you got your combo right at the very last second and you you, you like your opponents like pat you on the back because it was like oh yeah that was a great game or do you like those games where it's like uh, I turn my to- I put my combo out turn four and I win. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> if I had a deck where I, I, I think if I was playing someone's deck and they're like, you could win turn four, and then I did that, I probably would be like, oh, that's cool. You know, that this is, I did that. You know, like I made that happen. Yeah. I didn't fuck it up. Um, but yeah, you're, no, you're right. Like, I, I think the, the most, the, the games that really, you know, get my heart pumping, you know, that really rustle my jimmies are the ones that, you like almost lost, but you like had the right combo or you did the, the exact right play to win. And then you're like, oh shit, I, I won. I did it. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, pulling out your your combo piece, like knowing your opponent's going to win next turn. And then you hit him with that. You hit him with that, that reversal, you know, you hit him with that Uno reverse, draw two, draw four combo. That's a feeling, oh, yeah. and that's 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 so much fun. And honestly, your opponents can't get mad about it, right? Because like, because it's fun. I still don't think you should have the Uno reverse card in your deck, but that's just me. I'm gonna put one in every deck. You, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you not to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna build your deck for you. But that's it, fair. It just it really takes me out of you know the immersion. When you're like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to play, you know, uh, Cyclonic Rift. And you're like, Uno, reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Back at you. Yeah. And also draw four, which actually that wouldn't, that's draw four. I'll, I'll four. take it. Yeah. I'll take it. If you, if you had a Cyclonic Rift and I countered it and let you draw four cards, I will let you counter that deck, that card every day. That should be our next episode. Like cards from different card games. Not even like not trading card games, like not Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh, but like Go Fish or Uno or something like that. that so just a deck of ma- cards yeah, that, that you want in Magic. You just play five. My like- my, uh, my mana value is actually the 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 number on the card. Yeah, Ace. So this seven costs seven mana. <laughs> and what seven is of it? diamonds? Oh, the seven of diamonds. Diamonds are trampled. Hmm, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I play five. What does five do? five nothing it's garbage it's you're five. the worst player it's just five <laughs> so so yeah no i mean i i agree uh with what you're saying like it's very satisfying to have those like almost come from behind victories like who doesn't love a good underdog you know you're three life and you know if if your opponent untaps next turn you're done so like you need to do something about it now and you have the card to do something about it and if you don't you scoop <laughs> scoop it instant scoop is instant you don't let them have the satisfaction of winning <laughs> that's right yeah tim's a timmy guys i, I think we all know that now <laughs> tim's I a timmy do. with spike tendencies yeah. <laughs> yeah i identify as a johnny spike <laughs> a johnny spike yeah <laughs> so so at the end of the day guys the the best way to play you know best thing to talk about power level is really you know, your power level, you kind of want to be equal with your playgroup, right? You want to be able to play a good game of Magic. You don't want to go in there and just destroy people because they're not going to want to play with you. You're not going to want to get destroyed because it's not fun. You need to understand that people might not have the same access to the cards that you might have. 
people also need to understand that it's it's really tough. You know, there's a lot of great resources out there. EDHREC, uh, as as a good one. You know, other podcasts like Command Zone, Commanders Quarters. If you're looking for some good budget ideas or good good deck discussions, you know, like it's there's so many good resources out there to talk about Magic, especially in things like Power Level. And so we're just here because we're too dumbasses that like magic and like to talk about it if you like us great i'd love if you guys want to join in on the conversations with us if if there is one more person in this world that i can talk magic with other than timmy spike over here that's a net positive for us yeah i i was gonna say like there's now one more podcast you can go i mean don't come to us for any real advice i mean (laughs) you know maybe maybe some real advice especially when it comes to stuff like understanding like a play group and we're, we're here we're here to talk about magic like a bunch of idiots yeah we're here to be your your just dumbass friends who you just want to i don't know i, I we're just dumbasses like why, <laughs> we 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 had microphones and we were like we should make a podcast <laughs> like that's how we got here pretty much tim and i were sitting down one day playing a game of magic and he said i hate your deck and i said cool let's talk about it mm. And here we are. And here we are, sharing our knowledge with the rest of our 12 followers. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. Yo, if we got 12 followers, that'd be more than my burnt-out Twitch career. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I was one of those three. Uh, excuse me. I had like seven or eight followers. I was, I was one of those seven or eight. I'm pretty sure all of them were friends and or family and i say pretty sure because there were a couple names who i was like i don't know who this is but i told people about it so i was like they probably just subbed and didn't say anything what matters is you tried and don't worry because this podcast is gonna pop off yeah yeah. this podcast is gonna be an eight or a nine on the spice level oh absolutely i mean we might even be going cdh here right like i'm thinking about i'm thinking about quitting my job oh yeah yeah i'm already the paperwork is in the paperwork (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I i have i just gotta cross those t's dot those i's and uh i will throw my life away yeah my boss was nice enough to be like hey you know we won't you don't have to stop until you make it big but we know you will and i was like thanks man so like i'm still technically employed but they know what's gonna happen the second this oh. is the airwaves Absolutely. It's just going to explode like crazy. Like what, who doesn't want to listen to two people that suck at magic. Talk about magic. (laughs) Two people who have literally said from the beginning of the podcast that they were dumbasses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. All right. So yeah. So I think now we're going to talk about just a little uh, snippet of, of things that we thought might be fun to talk about in later episodes. And obviously the more people start listening, if, if you guys want it, want us to talk about certain things on the podcast, I'm definitely open to ideas. But, yeah, let's go into some of the ideas we came up with all on our own first. I don't know how we did it. Yeah. <laughs> so some some things we want to talk about, you know, casual commander builds, how to build a deck that's fun. You know, Tim and I are happily go through our decks, what's in them. You know, we can post them up on the Discord or wherever. Um I really, I really want to talk about fringe commanders. You know, go to EDH Rec, find a commander that has like six, or find a legendary creature that has like six or seven decks, and then just ask ourselves, can this actually work? And if not, why? And what's better? I want to talk. I want to obviously talk about new sets. We got Modern Horizons two coming up pretty soon. 
We got the D&D set coming out this summer, which is going to be a lot of fun. They've already spoiled Tiamat. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. She's a big, beefy dragon. Of course I Big, beefy dragon. Who doesn't like big, beefy dragons? Yeah. You know, we'd like to review your decks. You know, we can talk about decks that you guys submit. Um, Maybe, you know, every once in a while do a box opening. Uh, We like to obviously talk about Fibblethip. We went into a lot about Fibblethip earlier, but we're going to go even more into Fibblethip because... Like we said, he is the greatest creature ever created. Um, budget replacements for expensive cards. You know, you have your mana crypt. What can you do instead of a mana crypt? What can you do instead of an ancient tomb? We're going to talk about different cards like that that can work in the different styles of decks. We want to talk about cheesy decks, low-powered jank decks that just sound like fun, right? Who doesn't want to cascade four times into more cascade? That just is ridiculous, but it's fun. It's, it's, it's a Timmy thing. Uh, we might even get Tim drunk and let him ramble about magic. I am, because I am very excited about this idea. Tequila <laughs> ideas. I and it has to be tequila ideas. You guys will probably we'll talk about this at some point, um, and you guys will come to understand. I really only drink tequila if I'm drinking to get drunk. Like I love beer and everything, but if I'm if I'm going to get hammered, if it's that kind of night. It's tequila all the way. And I just want to, I already get drunk and talk to my girlfriend about magic. Why not just, you know, save her and <laughs> do it instead? So I'm very <laughs> excited about this idea. I, uh, it's going to destroy my liver, but it'll be worth it for the podcast. I think what I'd like to do is just get Tim being the, you know, the, the more green player, get him really shit faced. And then throw random combos at him and see if he can explain how those combos work. <laughs> because that's going to be amazing. And if I get it wrong, I take a shot. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, I will die. <laughs> you guys will f- be able to listen to the first podcast where someone dies on it. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we're just we're just here to have fun. We're here to talk about magic. We're here to have fun playing the game of Commander. You know? And... I know everyone who's going to be listening to this also likes Commander. Um, otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to it. Or you're just checking it out and being like, oh, God, these guys are idiots. And let me delete this podcast from my from my favorites now. Yeah. Or throw us a favorite. Throw us a like. Join our Discord. You know, Join the conversation with us. And let's just have fun playing Magic. Talk to me about your favorite dragon. Well, that's it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, note, uh, that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Once again, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And this is Casual Commander. See you guys.